This is CliffCentral.com. Good morning to you. Uh, this special woman's month, this is The Unview, where we're the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. My name is Alan Ford on CliffCentral.com, a month where we celebrate women. Our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our daughters, well, the women, the pillars of, of society who are, are our women. Um, and an incredible woman that they are. Um, I had the pleasure uh, just recently to interview some cast members from The Color Purple who did a gala event on Women's Day to celebrate women. Um, it was wonderful to have two of the actresses in the studio. We had uh, uh, the, the, the actress that plays Nettie and the other actress that plays uh, Shag Avery, um, Lelo Ramasi Simong, that's how we say it, and Sebe and uh, they came into studio and we actually had such a wonderful time because we made, we sang songs, we played uh, Lelo's uh, new music hit. Uh, we spoke about love and woman and family and this exceptional musical that is produced by Oprah. Uh, the movie was directed by Steven Spielberg called The Color Purple, and we had them in the studio. And also I brought Chatty Maddie, uh, Matthew Cunahan, who him and I presented the show very often, if you remembered, uh, some uh, two years ago. And uh, they came into studio together, and Matthew's promoting something called The Red Fest that's happening in just over a month's time. That is to celebrate taking young students and top actors and actresses and musicians and putting them on a festival and doing different pieces of work. Um, so you can listen to this interview, and it really is good. I hope that you're having a good morning. Let's take it away. How much is that doggy in the window? Woof, woof. The one with the wagging tail. Woof, woof. How much is that doggy in the window? Woof, woof. I do hope that dog is for sale. Woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning to you and to you and especially to you. This is the Unview, where we are the thin, the rich, and the, the fabulous. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Inside <laughs> joke. Yeah. Really. Sorry. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what's inside you is you. So when you're thin, you never really are. When you're rich, you never really are. But when you're fabulous, dear, yeah. you're always. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mother of our Lord, have mercy. <laughs> we have such a pleasure today to discuss such wonderful things. Firstly, it's the Red Fest, which was launched last week in Johannesburg. It's going to be one of the most incredible festivals. Now, the way I can describe this to you is that when the Grahamstown Festival comes to Johannesburg, and people with great sense and sensibility come together to put a festival uh, in the middle of, of of Johannesburg in Santon, where people think they're that fancy mm -hmm. to do what they've got to do. Then you think, wow, there's something going on in the world. And it's called Red Fest. And I'll get there in a moment. When The Color Purple, directed by Janice Hunneman, produced by... Benajay comes back to the stages with a gala event today on Women's Day. Then you know, wow, things are happening. When Jenny Morris, traveling all the way from the Western Cape, creates food from around the world, it's been an incredible, delicious day. Yamishes, actually. Mm -hmm. And when Sylvain Strike, 
says, end to the game at the Baxter. I think we've got a show. So, good morning to you, and to you, and especially to you. And may I, how much is that dog in the window? Woof, woof! Thank you. <laughs> Did we get the gig? Now you got it. Um, it, it's so beautiful to, to think that the color purple is coming back. What a run. And both of you are so incredible. But it, it's a different role. Uh, Lelo. Yes. Shav Avery. Shav Avery. Avery. You know, it's. Do you know, when we discuss the color purple, you think of that character. It's the character that pulls everybody out, out of their corn living life. Yeah. Into something else that might be that beautiful, but differently beautiful. Mm hmm. But not in the shame of being corn uh, makers. I think it's a, it's a, an incredible character. It, it, it's such an important character because it takes. She gives strength. To say I've seen beyond the cornfields. I've seen beyond, which I think a lot of people need in in firstly the world that we live in because people sometimes think they live in the box. And Lelo, dramatic song. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good try. <laughs> um, Matthew, have I ever got it right? <laughs> he doesn't even know my surname. <laughs> and he claims me as his munchkin. How much is that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this. Firstly, you you were in the chorus line. Yes. Um in the first season of The Color Purple, I was uh, one of the church ladies mm -hmm. who served as kind of the Greek chorus of the whole show, who were the commentators and um, they were the judgmental people mm -hmm. judging um, the, the, the other characters on the show on whatever um, things that were happening in their lives. And it was a really great trio to be a part of because we were allowed to laugh at any moment in time whenever we felt like it. So it was great. Um, but now coming into the role of be being Shug Avery, um, I'm really excited for this role, for playing this role, to be playing this role, um, specifically because I feel like Shug Avery represents um, what I, I feel in some ways every woman wants to be, um, just very liberated and so herself and... Um, all about pleasing herself. Mm -hmm. um, some might say selfish mm -hmm. a little bit, which I think uh, as women we tend not to be selfish a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we should be, I think. We should be. We should just take care of ourselves sometimes and just be like, you know what? Screw everybody else. Um, let me just do me for a change, you know? <clears throat> and I think for me, uh, coming into the role of Shug Airy, that's one of the things that I'm learning from her. Um this the thing of self preservation, mm -hmm. you know. Um but also beyond that she's very feisty mm -hmm. and she's also got so much love. Um which I think are great characteristics that all women have. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately I think in the society we live on today we either have to be one or the other. We can't be both um in certain places in society. So yeah, I think this, once again, Color Purple is something that people enjoyed and will still enjoy um, because of the many messages it has for women. Lelo, I don't think it's necessarily an enjoyable piece. I 
think it's a it's a it's an understanding piece. Mm-hmm. You can love the music, you can work through it. But at the end of the day end of the day there is their liberation. Mm-hmm. That that's where and it's not a movie, so don't go and think that you're gonna watch the movie and think you're gonna see an <laughs> Oprah arrive on the on the stage. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Unless if it was, I promise you, it'll be an exceptional experience. But it is exceptional because it is about a lot of and I, and, and I love that set. It was mm. a beautiful, beautiful set. And and Matthew, we'll chat in a second, but but you think, Seb, about this incredible experience on a very simple wooden set huh. with a few with a bit of cloth, huh. a bit of bravery, a lot of song, a lot of praising, a lot of worship, and a lot of self validation. Self-preservation, but mm. self-validation mm-hmm. at the same point. And I tell you, it is a, such an important piece that people have got to see because unless you see it, you'll never understand it. You will never understand what it means to be the color red, for example, because that is what uh, Sheikh Avery wears, red, because it's beautiful and it's alluring and it's sluttish, but not it, it's it's a very clever red mm. fist. Hold a sec. Ruff ruff. But you see, it brings and then Nettie, who's an incredible character, lives in Africa mm. and lives in her family space and in the village, with again another different experience and a realism that happens. I, I thought it, was, it is the most beautiful piece, but I had never seen it on the stage. Until I saw it played by Anastasia um, in New York City. Fantasia. Sorry, Fantasia. <laughs> there was an Asia Fantasia. in it somewhere. Matthew, can I even spell my name? I'm no. dyslexic. Don't worry about it. But you know how beautiful that is? It is such an incredible. Uh, and I saw it with Fantasia. 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 <laughs> It's allowed. You're fine. You're fine. I'm just. I'll. I'll help you. Uh, what? Fantasia. <laughs> woof woof. But you know, guys, it's 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 a great piece, and I want to congratulate the fact that it's coming back, and today's a big day because it's a gala event, and it's going to be beautiful, absolutely beautiful, and I'm very proud of you people. Um, I'm very proud of Janice because Janice doesn't. Touch things that don't work with her. Mm. And she is Mrs. Producer. Um, she's incredible. And she's Mrs. Director, actually. Yes. Mm. And now I talk to Matthew Cunhan, mm. who is my dear friend. Chatty Maddie, mm. your munchkin. <clears throat> my little munchkin. Do you know my munchkin helped me a lot? I don't know how to push anything. I just do stuff. Um, but incredible. Uh, little munchkin. That's a bit of tautology going on there. Are you trying to say something, Alan? I'm just so tired. <laughs> 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 but it's so wonderful because Matthew, when you saw the piece mm, three times, yes. oh, wow. thank you, I'm a diehard thank fan. you, Matthew, thank three you. Times. Please, Matthew, tell. You. I saw it on in New York, and I saw it yeah with Fanastasia. Uh, thank you. Or with Asia. Show, right? oh. <laughs> Matthew, continue. <laughs> I love you, Matthew. Go. I just have to tell you guys, um, I was like a diehard purple fan, really. I bought, I brought my kids along from Red Hill and, uh, we were one of those kind of rowdy school crowds. And I think what, 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 what for me, color purple is, color purple is a lesson. 
It's not a Yes it's a show And it's entertainment But it's a lesson And how often do we walk away From a musical going Wow I've been entertained It's, it's, it's magic But I've got something I've got some nuggets That I can take away with me And I think that's Therein lies the beauty Of Color Purple It's a lesson of love Of of overcoming um, And you know Like, like Lila was saying it's about women finding their, their finding themselves, asserting themselves, and claiming their claiming their space. And I think um, you know it's it's so it's so relevant today. It's gorgeous. But why? But how can it still be? It's a very fair question mark. Mm. How can this still be relevant that women are still disempowered? How can it be relevant that a woman gets beat? How is it relevant that somebody else, say, is allowed to? To put and cast someone in the back's shadows How is that even How is it humanly possible that this is relevant And it is Still I think it's sad Completely sad And especially after I mean today the 9th of August Is when the women um, went and marched at union buildings And they stood for something that was more meaningful and powerful And yet here we are today And we're still marching for for men beating up women mm. I feel like it's something that we should not even be talking about today We should be celebrating women if anything And um, yes women need to know that they, they, they have the power They need to know that they have it in them To be anything and everything that they want to be And and um, this show does definitely remind us that, listen, we are everything and we are definitely here. Hmm. Let's move from the fact that it's just women. Hmm. Let's move to the fact that it could be gay people. Hmm. Let's move to the fact that it could be black people. Let's move to the fact that it could be colored people. Let's say it's white people. Let's say it's old people. Hmm. Do you understand that everyone's going through the same thing? Yeah. And we're still going through it. And it's so weird that, that we said this is relevant because we're beaten by society because what – and I would like to meet the, meet the they and the them because I'm dying to know who these – where this came from for someone to club someone or mm. to say you must go to Africa and come back when it's decided or you can do this and do that. I don't understand it. Matthew. Hello. Go. Wow. Uh, you've left me. You left me pondering here about mm. the us and the them. Yeah. And when when is the them us actually? When when are when is the us them? Do you know what I mean? Sure. I, th- I think I think we I think we I think we we play around between those two, those two kind of what would you call it? Bodies. You know, rough rough. This is you're putting me on the spot here. Wow. <laughs> um. Jeez. No. My thing is also. <sighs> How did it come to a place where someone can think it's okay? It's okay to, to, to clap someone and think, oh, okay, what I've just done is, 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 is fine. No, Sebo, it's not about Be, clapping. Sebe. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> not clapping in a sense, but to treat another human being the way that you, that you are inferior to them and you think it's okay. How, how, how is it that you as a human being feel it's, it's okay to, to do that to someone else? When did we get to that point and say, this is what it is? And it's been happening very frequently. When do you get to a place where you go, maybe I should stop or maybe this is not okay. Maybe this is not right. Sebe, tell me something. Um, Nettie mm. walks off to Africa. Yes. Well, this can't walk to Africa. Yes, she. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's songs, there's music. 
I'd like to hear you sing something. Oh, no. <laughs> How much is that? <laughs> oh, gosh. You want me to sing something from the show? No, you can sing anything you want to, but please stand up and sing. Really? We, here we are talking about violence and f- f- your, and now we're singing. Okay. Um... I want to know how the world goes, how far is the moon, how the sky changes color, hope I find out soon. I think that's about enough. Yes. Hey, because that, that describes Nettie in a, you know, that's, that's just Inquiring. her character in a nutshell. She, she wants the better things in life. She wants to explore the world. She's not your typical woman who just wants to one day get married and have babies. And that's the be all and end all of her life or, or of a woman's life. She wants to discover everything and anything there is. She wants to know how the moon became the moon, how the sky became the sky, you know, and that's me. That's that's who I am. No, Sebe, the reason I asked you to sing is because in that moment that you were talking about that stuff that you were go- that that characters and people go through, song is the best way to walk through. Yeah. Through something. Yeah. That's why I say sing something <laughs> because you can, and that's the ability of people often to to walk through earth, often not knowing they dance and they sing. They say it's the closest way to get to God, by the way. If you can sing and you can dance, because sometimes in your darkest moments, as you cry, you start to find that amazing grace or you find that song or that yeah. thing or that dance or something that's going to make you feel. Mm. And that's why I asked the question. That's why I moved from that serious note into something that you can sing. Something light. Lelo. Yeah, <laughs> Tell me about your song. You've got two beautiful hits. Well, <laughs> I, I, not hits yet. I'm hoping um, with people catching on (laughs) to one or two of them, they will become. Nathan Rose just joined us. (laughs) Nathan, please connect. Hi. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy you're here because I'm losing the plot. No, not really. Um, You seem to be handling these women very well. They they seem well looked after, you know. Aside from you forgetting their names occasionally, I'm sure they are very. Very, very happy to be. I just got you, so I'm guessing that's what happened. Huh? Uh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know it. Welcome to the Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous. Yes. I told you, I forget everybody's name. Am I right? Totes. Yeah, he's like, I know what's going to happen. Yet. This is what's going to happen. So, little tip about your songs. We're going to play it. Well, <clears throat> I only got one, mm-hmm. um, and it's called Chemistry. What is it about? Um, it's, um, the genre is like being your soul, and <clears throat> when I wrote it, um, my husband laid down the track for me, and then I told him, "Leave me alone. Let me think about what I'm going to write." And then I thought, "How does a husband lay down the track?" So <laughs> well, you know, you get home from work, lay down. <laughs> the track. I can tell you all kinds of things about laying down tracks. <laughs> We're still looking for husbands to lay down tracks. So he he, he produces a lot of my stuff, a lot of my music. Mm -hmm. So he produced this particular song. So he laid down the track. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And then when it came to writing the actual song, I remember my first um, experiencing in songwriting. Uh, classes and they always used to say write what you know write what you know 
And so I wrote about me and my husband. <laughs> so that's what the song is about. And he obviously, oh, oh, well, chemistry, but he laid. <laughs> I, knew it, I knew it was going to get back to that. <laughs> when I lay me down <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> yes, Matthew. Many <laughs> blankets are on. Um, so, so how does it go? Well, uh, well, he laid. That's personal, Al. Not that, man. Matthew, you are quite simple, Matthew. <laughs> How does what go? Miss Universe 1970. <laughs> <laughs> the damn song, honey. But you guys are going to play it, right? I want to hear how you're going to sing it. <sighs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> this is what we do. Okay. Hey there, good looking. You got me thinking. That I need some solid ground Find somebody who can help me settle down I see you looking my way You seem like someone I can truly bond with And I can be your dream I can be everything you need Don't worry about those other girls I will show you what I'm worth Everything I, you have and more And it feels like I'm on fire Cause our chemistry's alive that, that voice, hey? <laughs> that voice. Rough, rough. Yeah, that's about all I can do. <laughs> so, Nathan, you, you, Nathan's going to get this and we're going to lay it down. We're going to lay the track down. <laughs> I want to just tell you guys, because this is so important, and I'd like you to join me in a, a, a thing mm. called the Red Fest. Lelo's there. I'm not sure. Do you know that? No. <laughs> I hate these people. <laughs> Lelo. Yes. Are you there? I She's, am. <laughs> we, we're in negotiations, but we're at the final stage yeah. of negotiating. Mm. Stages of negotiation. What are you doing in that negotiation? <laughs> Lelo's going to be um, performing alongside Craig Abani and Tim Malloy at the Unplugged events on the Friday night, the 28th. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. right? So. Seba would be upset. No. Sebe will be there. Sebe well, performed I'll, there I'll last be. year. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you musical. weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about Red Fest. <laughs> Sebe invented Red Fest. What do you mean? Founding member. I performed with Matthew for the first time ever. Totally. In a show, yeah. Totally. Totally. We went susical together. She played a kangaroo. And he was such fun to work mm. with. Ah, <laughs> you were. We just laughed all the time. It's true. Of course, a kangaroo and a gnome. Oh, <laughs> it's right a hobbit. Can we get this right, please? Right in your pouch. Yeah. Bomb. It's a hobbit. Right in my pouch. Yeah. Mm. In my pocket. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm so. It's like a little red fest family here. No, I tell you, worlds collide. Totally. Mm. Like you've never. Mm. And the industry is so small that it works together. Mm. Yeah. Just last week, um, we spoke to Peter Dirk Ace, who had performed with the two guests who were sitting in the studio, and the incredible things that they had done together um, in, in Fort Karma, hmm. which happens at the end of this month. And it was incredible that they, they had worked with him, and he was mm. on the line, and like, you didn't realize how connected the business is. Mm. The thing is that we've got to come together and pull it together, and that's why you need great producers, great directors, great people. And this is why I'm so happy that Redfest is coming to Johannesburg because I don't know what's uh, – we have a lot of stuff, but I don't think we have a, a, a festival. No, we don't. You know? 
And I think there's a festival that needs to come together. And that's why, Matthew, Kunin, what is Redfest about? Redfest, well, it, it's a celebration of the arts. And we wanted to position this festival as showing off, um, showing off what we have as an arts community, as an arts collective. And um, it started off incredibly humbly with eight shows in its first year, which was two years ago. And then we grew and grew and grew, and we just realized that there's this demand for artists to get together and just to celebrate their work. Um, artists often don't have an, a platform in which they can kind of create work and incubate it, get an audience to have some eyes on it, and then to, to take it where it needs to go. Um, so we, we, we kind of encouraging artists to come in and bring work that hasn't been seen, engage with an audience, test it on them, get some feedback, and then possibly move it on to other, other bigger festivals, our National Arts Festival, our Hilton Festival. We, Redfest don't see those festivals as competition. Once again, it's about co-opetition, isn't it? Collab- collaboration. Or collaboration. Eh? But you see what I did there? Yeah. 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 Very cocoa. Very yeah. cocoa. <laughs> that cocoa color purple, yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say that it is so beautiful that people are are working together. Yeah. If we don't have each other, we're not, we're not going to – you see, we often look across waters. Mm. We look at other things. Mm. We look outside of our boundaries. We often look at things like, um, like an, an American actress or an actor to do something. When it all exists right here. Mm. And the, the talent exists. Totally. That's what it's about. Totally. I love that if you go from year one to year two, 600% audience increase. Gain. Yeah. In- increase. Yeah. And may 600% go into, let's go to thousands and thousands of percentages. Because if we don't come together, it's never going to work. Mm. Okay. Because I find producing a show like this and being in the business as a producer and doing stuff, people work in such collective spaces. You don't know what's going on. Now bring people together. We'll see a new world. Nathan Rowe, welcome to the show. Hello, Mr. Alan Ford. What are you doing? Well, I just uh, landed. I was in Durban. You were swimming in the sea there. I saw that. I was. I was swimming in the sea because you can do that in July Funny in Durban. That. Yeah, you can't even do that in December in Cape Town. Um, glad to be here. I'm so glad I caught the color purple. Yay! Yes, so Are you gonna come again? You gonna come and watch the show again? Yes, I am I definitely. <laughs> it's definitely a show you have to see more than once. You know. So Matthew, what are you gonna play for us? Matthew. Yeah, Matthew, what are you gonna play for us? <laughs> I hate you. Not you. I'm this loving this interview. I just want to say, yeah. why? This is the why most relaxed, and I feel most fun, like and I feel like Sumizi. No, Ushem. <laughs> you don't look like Sumizi, so why? Because you're not like. Because well, I don't I'm, have tattoos, don't. No, the only time I've seen Sumizi is and I don't in blonde hair. In that that shop where he's selling his workout DVD, and he's all like covered in Vaseline or something. It's very very sweaty, you know. Spicy, mm. much salty. Palm salty. trees everywhere in the Shame. studio. <laughs> what are you playing, dear? Um, I don't know. You handed me a, a little truck, ah. and I wanted to see what you wanted me to play. What Lila would like? I lost truck. the front of the truck, by the way. <laughs> that is very sad. <laughs> That's the part that moves the truck forward. It's a bad circumcision. Move on. <laughs> Chemistry. Chemistry. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also feeling it. All right. Let me just find that. Where is that? 
Okay, talk amongst yourselves. Okay, nah, we okay. shall. <laughs> um, so Red Fest is happening um, at the end of September. Yeah. It's the 28th to the 30th. Correct. And it's going to be quite, a, quite an event. Yeah, we, we've got 19 shows lined up, um, ranging from kind of musical reviews to good old straight drama. And by straight, I don't mean not gay drama, <laughs> just like full-on acting, you know? Straight people, oh, gay people doing straight things. Well, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> What? what? <clears throat> so I was at the launch of a, a new private casino this weekend, mm. and, and you know they they uh, they kind of make women sell everything. You know they'll have a car there, and then they'll put scantily clad women all over the cars, if to say, if you drive this car, you can have scantily clad women. And I thought, what about gay gamblers? Like you never see like scantily clad men draped on a car <laughs> for the gamblers. <laughs> the gamblers. I, I don't know what you guys call yourselves. You know, blowing some dice. I just call myself a... Yeah, I hope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Watch it. Censored. And ha- no, nothing is. But how rude. We're talking about liberation and yeah. nice things. Look, you've just like, put us in a box. Firstly, <laughs> we'd be driving the car, number one. Number two, we don't have kids and we don't have wives. And number three, we would be naked in it. So how's that? Fabulous. Well, exactly. Thank you. But uh, so we can listen to chemistry. Yeah. Let's go. He laid down the track. Eh? What's his name? Michael. Michael. Michelle, are you going to put in Michelle? So nice. How dare they say we can't? How dare they try to ruin heaven's plans? Maybe you can be my king. I will always be your queen at your service catered for. And I know that I ain't dreaming, cause you were never meant to be. That's beautiful. 
thank you. <laughs> Show. Amazing. Yeah, I love <laughs> you. Like that. Love that. <laughs> That's incredible. So you guys are here from the Color Purple, two incredible stars. Sebe. Yeah, boy. Tell me. So this is a great role coming into. Well, you you were in the ensemble, and. No. In color purple? No. No. <laughs> so I am. <laughs> Your name is Lelo, hey. So I am playing Celie's sister, Nettie. I know, I know exactly who Nettie who, is in the and, show. And Celie is the main character. No, but I said Sebe. Yes. 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 And then you said I was the ensemble in, in the ensemble. Were you? No. Before. Have you never been? Lelo came from being a church lady to being a sugar Avery. So that's that's what that is. Okay. And this and is your first time in the show. No. No. I did the first season as well, and now I'm doing the second season again, which okay. I'm very excited about, and I'm very thrilled because it means the color purple was a success mm-hmm. in the first season, and I hope it's a, it's a success now again. And like you we had, were too. Oh, you were too good that they asked you, you to Matthew. do the second time. I mean, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think I had much of a choice. <laughs> and um, we're very grateful that people like Matthew who came like three times and they he brought his family and his, uh, um, his school and kids. School so we're very, very grateful that people actually came out in numbers to come see the show. And I hope they do again. Mm. I mean, I, I already know a lot of people that have said, I'm coming again, yeah. I'm coming again. So we're really, really grateful for that. The thing is that the show is beautiful. The staging is magnificent, and yeah, it's a it's a great piece as as one can see something so pretty. Um, but again, it's a, such an ensemble of a lot of pain, self worth, and stuff that that yeah. I mean, you know, Matthew. It it um, in terms of the Lady Awards, it didn't it, this year going forward. I mean, I know that you you do a lot of stuff for these phenomenal awards in South Africa. But there's some magical work that pops oh, out of there. Absolutely. I mean, I can't go into details because, no, uh, uh, you know, you know, confidentiality and all that stuff. But speaking as Matt Yowza, just yeah, Yowza Yowza. Mm. The show is it's exquisite on every level. Absolutely, absolutely exquisite. Um, Sarah Roberts' design um, with mm. her set, and mm. uh, you you touched on yeah, that. You touched on that yeah. earlier. That that kind of wooden. For, for me, it, it just it was a blank canvas. To, to allow the story to, to, to do its thing. You know, it allowed for the blossoming you of know, its of its story. Matthew, in New York City, a lot more things keep happening. So stuff keeps arriving. And, you know, and that set didn't need it. You just needed a washing line or a little space that moved in and out. And you kind of got the field and you got but, the whole. I mean, and, and the depth of the Johannesburg Theater yeah. is gives you so much space. And you know what? That theater often dwarfs the performances. But this this is one show that for me, the performances dwarf the theater. Mm. They really do. They they're outstanding. And I think I think the gospel nature and the heart mm. of the show just allows for for such expansive performances. Mm. Um that actually it looks like you're sitting in a little, you know, black box theater. Mm. But Pop. you see <laughs> you see there's the secret you don't need all this stuff. No. Often it's you, when it's when you're trying to get the story across, it's a clear point. When you need all the other stuff, it's a provider thing. Yeah. 
I think um, also the story is just so beautifully written and the music just drives the whole plot that you just forget where you are or what's happening. Like you just, you just go with the story because it's continuously going. And I want to go back to that ensemble thing. Mm. The whole company is an ensemble because yeah. we all work hand in hand with each other. If you don't move this box, then this box, then this, this, the story and the scene does not work. Mm. So everyone is con- constantly working on Pushing the story and making sure that everyone's, you know, where they need to be and the audience understands where we are. So we are collectively an ensemble. So I'd say there's no lead. And also just um, behind the scenes um, from the ensemble cast point of view, um, because we were talking about how as artists, um, we need to kind of be there for each other. And one of the things that I love the most about working on The Color Purple, particularly with this cast is the support Mm. everybody gives to each other and the props that everybody gives to each other when they do amazingly. Um, And that's something that I find is rare sometimes in, in our industry. And it's so nice to come into it and come to that place of warmth and safety and knowing that you've got people who are supporting you no matter what Mm. happens on stage, but you've got people behind the scenes who are there for you and who are rooting for you mm. and uh, yeah you know what i want to know because i mean it's it's like alan alluded to it earlier um it's not an easy watch there there's some yeah. there's some moments that cut really close to the bone yeah how you know you, you don't you, it's not a, it's not like you walk away feeling exhilarated you walk i do from a music perspective because mm. you, I, gospel just speaks to me on a cellular level but the story is still it's so sad. Yeah. And, um, you know, how much of that do you guys take home with you, like off the stage? And, you know, because it's, it, it's, it's an emotional drain, you know? For me, I don't look at it like that. You don't? Mm. For me, The Color Purple is a story about hope. I walk out of there going, here's this woman who has been through the most in her entire life. She, 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 she felt pregnant by her father and her babies got taken away and her sister now got taken away from her. It's life. Unfortunately, things like that do happen. And, um, and we can all relate to, to, to stories like that. But for me, the triumph is, at the end when she says, I am here and look at everyone. Everything at the end of the day will come together. There's hope for each and every one of us. I've been through this. I've been through that. But look at God. Yeah. Look at where God at has placed done. me. Look at all these people that are now in my life. I had nothing. But look at me now. I am full. It might have taken me 20, 30, 40, 50 years. But hey, look at me. I am here. Sebs, I, I'm so with you. I'm in, if I'm interrupting you Ellen, I just want to, that moment Mm. is a moment after two and a half hours, essentially. So I I hear you. I'm just Mm. saying that that process of getting to that point. Wow. Again, why do we repeat? Why must the story be heard Mm. from, let's say, 120 years ago? Sure. Well, let's be in that time frame. Mm. Unless you do something like this. Now, girls, get ready for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) And when I knew I had to face another day, Lord, it made me feel so tired. 
before the day I met you. Life was so unkind, but you're here to my peace of mind. Just know what is wrong with me <laughs> to make me claim it. Now I'm no longer doubtful of what I'm living for, and if I make you happy, I don't know the song. <laughs> Cause you, you make me. I wanna be, wanna be close to you, 'cause you make me feel so alive. You make me feel, and you make me feel. You make me feel, you make me feel, you make me feel like a natural woman. You make me feel. Guys are great. Why did you do that? Why did you, did you do that? Oh. <laughs> We're supposed to do it at 16 minutes past nine. Oh wow! I guess you did, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, because we did it at 10 to 10. Of course, it's Women's Day, and this is what we do on Women's Day because this is what makes you happy, guys. The color purple gala event happening this afternoon at two o'clock. You're going to be leading that stage. May people come and see you. May you rock and roll it. Matthew Coonan. Alan. Fest. Matthew Coonahan, yes. Oh, no, dear. <laughs> God help me. He's my best friend. Maybe he'll get it right one day. You. Never, one day. Never, never. <laughs> We're very close. Not that close. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't lay down any tracks. Just saying. No. For me. Oh, sure. You'd wish, because this would be an airplane, dear, not a track. Did you sh- sure. Boom. Boom. So what? There's very little leg room. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a midget. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I think Matthew's very sexy, and he Me looks. Me too. I mean, what I lack in legs, I make up for in Hi. personality. <laughs> <laughs> Where was your mind going, so delicious? Hi. Alan's <laughs> 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 blushing, people. <laughs> anyway, what happens when a gnome and a giraffe get together? It's not the two of us. <laughs> it's more like an elephant and a gnome. <laughs> okay. We're going to cut this and clean it, but I want to thank you. Mm. Thank you for the pleasure of being with us today. And I want to wish you the best day. And let the color purple fly. Yes. And let it be. Mm. I, I would love to know why is it the color purple? 
What other color would it be in your own brain? I've thought about this. It's a very important and question. And I, I don't know. That's the thing. I've thought about it and I went, why is it called the color purple? Well, and then when I Googled and I found that the color purple is about royalty. And I thought, I don't know. I actually don't know why it's called the color purple. I think or, maybe it's because it's, um, it's kind of a middle color, you know, <laughs> between blue and green and red. Oh. Sorry. But that is a good color. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I feel maybe because it's a unique color and it's, um, yeah, I thought about think, it too. You think lavender. Well, and it's about you, you, tranquility. You, yes. You, you know, at peace. Maybe. That's, I don't know. See, f- firstly, the color purple is, if you ever look at the cross and at the worst stages in Lent, they, they, it's regal. So you always carry that beautiful color. It is the head of the rainbow. Okay. Oh. If you think about it. Matthew, so, Matthew has something, I, I something, something to say. From, <laughs> from Google. From, from Google. Google. <laughs> so, quote, unquote, when Celie can choose a dress for the first time in her life, she chooses a purple one. In her house, Celie has a purple room. In my house, I have a blue window. Oh, that's Mrs. Ryan. Let's do that, right? Um, when Suge explains to Celie how important freedom is, she says, I think it pisses God off if you walk by the color purple in a field somewhere and you don't notice it. Because mm-hmm. it's the highest color in the rainbow. And that's fact. Have the best day. This is the unview, the thin, the rich, and the color purple. This is Women's Month. My name is Alan Ford here on cliffcentral.com. And uh, that was uh, uh, an interview about this phenomenal musical called The Color Purple. It's on until the end of the month at the Joburg Theater. Don't miss it. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. This is cliffcentral.com.